The Anton Savage Show. This is News Talk. A survey in the UK has revealed that you don't necessarily need a college degree to have a well-paid job. This comes as the Minister for Higher Education, Simon Harris, told Newstalk Breakfast recently that Ireland has created a culture of snobbery around third-level education. Well, we wanted to find out if a university degree was a rite of passage, a necessity for subsequent success. And we have with us uh, two women who achieved the latter without going to college. Sweetman, CEO and founder of jewellery brand Chupi and Pamela Laird, founder of beauty brand Moxie Loves are joining us uh, now. Chupi, let me kick off with you. No college degree. No, I'm afraid not. I, How come? I, yeah, I cheated. But like many entrepreneurs, I think, I started out selling plums from my granny's garden, selling anything I could, built a little food business when I was 12, ultimately a fashion business when I was 17, Anton. Went to college because my husband was like, you know, my, at the point, my boyfriend, Brian, was like, come on, you've got to go to college. It's so important. Went, did a year, loved it, and then got scouted. So I essentially got an opportunity at the end of my first year in university to take my fashion brand onto a global stage. And I remember sitting there and thinking, okay, what's the worst thing that happens if I take a risk? If I take Tupi and we go and I try this route, worst case scenario, I can go back to college. And that was nearly 20 years ago. What were you studying? I was doing fashion and I loved it. So I, my original GPE is now a jewellery brand, but we were fashion at the start. And it was brilliant. But like so many entrepreneurs, I think I find the pace of college slow for how fast I like the world to move. Have you subsequently had any pangs of regret? That's <laughs> terrible. Uh, no. I'm afraid I feel very fortunate to have taken the career path I have. Um, I got an incredible opportunity to work from a massive multinational for six years in commercial fashion. And my God, I didn't regret a day. But I do every now and then threaten to go back and do an MBA. Every now and then I threaten my team. I'm going to, no, I'm just going to take, take the time out. But I haven't. I, I love what I do. Pamela Laird, as I said, is with us as well. Founder of beauty brand Moxie Loves. Uh, Pamela, no degree. How come? Hi, Anton. Oh, listen, I was talking about this yesterday with my mom and you actually could not have paid me to go to college at the time, I was so ready to go out and just start my business. When I left school at 18, I opened a nail bar two months after um, I finished my leaving cert. So that was just, I had that in my sights from the beginning. And I think it was really even hard for me to stay and do my leaving cert because I just had this itch to start my own business. Um, so that, I mean, I, it's funny to hear Tubi say that she left college. Actually, that's really interesting because I always wondered, would you regret it if you left? And, and so that's interesting to hear that, that Tubi hasn't. But I sometimes have that pang now. It's funny because I'm raising my seed round and it's only when I'm in kind of boardrooms and I'm, you know, talking investment that I do sometimes feel a bit of that imposter syndrome. Like, gosh, how did I get here without a degree? You know, do I belong here? Am I supposed to be in this room? So there is a bit of that that I get from time to time. But of course, the trajectory that I've had in my career would never have happened if I'd gone to college straight out of school. There's just no way. See, I, there's a thing in what both of you are talking about where I would have thought there's an element that you think, well, maybe a college degree would have been handy for this. Because if you're talking about seed funding, if you're talking about high growth companies, all of that puts you into the area of accounting, into business planning, into projections, into all that kind of stuff. They do degrees in that. Would that not be handy? I think you can hire brilliance, though. And yes. it's not it's not anti-education, um, you know, like neither Pamela or I are saying don't go to college. But the thing of find what makes you happy, 
go chase that and keep learning. So I actually do a professional development course at least once once a year. So I've done some phenomenal programs, Go Global for Growth with Enterprise Ireland, the Go for Growth program with KPMG, the Growth Academy with AIB. So I do, so I've probably done seven or eight now at this stage and I love them. I love learning. But the idea of being locked in an institution for four years with a program that is possibly out of date for entrepreneurship, which is a living, breathing thing. And you well, can hire brilliant, Santon, which uh, is my team. It's one thing to hire brilliant. But Pamela, let's say you're at, a, you're at a, a seed funding round and somebody says, right, what's your projected EBITDA over the coming three years? What's your, your revenue versus your gross margins? All of these things are things that some people would feel, well, I can't answer those questions unless I have a grounding somewhere in formal education relating to them. You say no. I say no because I honestly like I was never very math literate when I was in school I really struggled with math I had grinds for two years just to scrape a pass but I have to say if I if I knew that at the time that some of those things I was struggling with were so applicable to -to day-to-day business I think I'd have learned it so much quicker I mean I've way better at maths now than I ever was. Even in my first year of business, I, I took to it so well initially because I understood it actually meant something to me. It was a tangible equation. It, it, it was real. And so I've known my gross margins percentage since the, the day one of when we started the business. And that, I, I latched onto that so quickly, I think, because it was so relevant and relative to what I was doing. Unlike, I guess, when you're in school and, and even men further in college, like you could, and Chubby's probably the same, she'd be re- able to relate to this. There's no way I could be doing any of the accounting and running my business like they that would just take me away from all of the growth and the innovation and all of the things that I'm actually good at so you have to hire for those roles so although it'd be handy to have a bit of um, knowledge of it it's really not the day-to-day things that you need to to grow a business and start one to get the you know the bravery to do that in the first place. So I think yeah Pamela you're so right and that's the I I think actually the challenge is not why don't people go to college the challenge is why doesn't college serve people so mm-hmm. the for, I think that Simon Harris is saying in essence is that those three and four year degrees are a very old fashioned way of considering education we're considering it as a, a furtherance whereas lifelong learning is actually what we need continuous professional development is what we need I like I'm absolutely literate in my abita like Pamela I have to know my gross margin I have a very exceptional CFO, CFO and a brilliant finance team but for GP as we've scaled and there's 60 people on the team now 70 countries we have a big beast I love that side of it too but um, I consider well, my see, yeah to some extent though are, is does the system are, are both of you not putting yourselves in a difficult position because you've excluded a whole load of routes other than entrepreneurship. So we text from Keith saying, I never went to college, I now run my own company and I've done further education classes, there's many ways to make lemonade. So if I give you my example as case in point, I have a college degree. It is completely, and I use this advisedly, worthless. <laughs> worthless. I learned nothing for four years and they gave me a degree at the end of it, but it opens doors where I can say, look, here's this piece of paper that I now have permission from. Does the system unfairly therefore prejudice itself against people, Chupi, like you, who have said, no, I'll paddle my own canoe, but if I now want to get a job with somebody else that requires a degree, I can't. I think the jobs that require degrees are going to become, are going to change. So yes, degrees are wonderful when we're hiring, we look for people's education, but we look for their experience. Until I'm nearly 40, I'm 38. Anyone who wanted to look <laughs> at what I did, babe in what arms, I wanted to do 20 years ago, would it be relevant? You know, it'd be like looking at my leaving cert results. It's far more powerful. What have you done? What's your experience? What's your drive? What's your passion and where it's going to take you? And we're hiring in Chubby. That's what we're looking for. And if I was going out... Do you not require a third level education when you're... 
hiring. No, we require brilliance. And so it means we hire across a very, we have a very wide range of functions. So we're in the diamond business. We have a huge technology team. So actually, some of our senior developers, who you would imagine, exceptionally brilliant guys and girls. Some of them don't have degrees, but they are gifted, talented. Pamela, what do you make of this thing where the degree is now being used not as a qualification, but as a, a, an excluder? So, for instance, let's say you want to build a bridge. It's probably handy to have an engineering degree because it proves you've learned the things about bridge building. But there's a whole lot of jobs now where they say you must have a degree, even if it doesn't necessarily qualify you to do the job that you're being hired to do. It's just a, either tick this box or you don't get to play. Is that deeply unfair? I think it is. I think it's really unfortunate that we're now in a place whereby you know, there's so many talented and really good people for jobs that the, the the easiest thing for people to do when they're hiring is to just cross off anyone who doesn't have a degree and rule them out. And I think that that, so even though I didn't do a degree, it is difficult for me to, to say out loud, oh, I don't think you need to do one. Because I do think that, unfortunately, the way the world has gone right now, that's not to say it will stay that way. There are a lot of companies who will just not even look at you and not you won't even get your foot in the door. And it's unfortunate. I think that, I think the master's is now the degree and the degree is basically your leaving cert. I, I, I feel like that's how people in corporate, and it's great to hear Chupi say that that's not the case, and that would not be the case for me hiring either, I guess because we come from that and we know that people who've had to graft and work have this wealth of experience that's so applicable to running a business, especially a startup for me. But I think that it's it's unfortunate, and I, I think it should stop, and I don't think that you going straight into college or even being able to afford to go straight into college and not start work for whatever your circumstances are doesn't make you less of a good employee, especially if it's not applicable. I mean, obviously there are engineering degrees that you require for certain roles, but in terms of sales, in terms of, you know, business expansion, all of those things, you don't really apply your degree to those roles. And I think it's unfair to be ruling people out. Final thing, Chupi, to go back to you, you talked about the thing of hiring brilliance. There are some people in, in, in recruiting positions who will say one easy way to do that is to look at academic success. So they say, well, okay, if you've got X degree, it required you to do this level of well in the Leaving Cert. You then had to do three or four years of significant work to get the 2-1 or the first or whatever you ended up with. That says to me, you're probably okay at doing work on all the rest of it. If you don't have that system, how do you judge brilliance off a CV and an interview? Oh, Anton, I have a head of people. <laughs> so I heard an exceptional head of people. She is the most wonderful judge. And so we have a qualification, we have a scoring system and we score across a whole range of things. And yeah, of course we check for degree. It's relevant for some of our areas, but it shouldn't be for us. It's not the deciding factor because there is experience. The most powerful thing of where you're going, there's desire and drive. For the people, we have people who've pivoted out of really non-traditional industries. So Chupi is a big tech wing. So pivoted it out of really non-traditional industries into development, technology, and that desire to change, which I think is the one challenge of our education system, which is you do your degree and you do your master's and you are done. And that is closing the door on what should be a lifelong relationship with learning and education and growth. Of course, many people have sort of PTSD coming off the back of the leaving cert and say, I never want to do anything my, my to do with academia again. did his master's and is still traumatised from the, he went back, as an, <laughs> went back after having finished uni, went back and did his master's and is still traumatised. But yeah, it has its place. It's just a, a broader church. Tech saying, I agree with the guys working in pharmaceutical engineering. The quality of graduates is at rock bottom these days. I no longer look at a degree as a mark of qualification. It is simply a tick 
tick box. When I'm hiring now, I only look at work experience and interests. 53106, if you have a view at a cost of 30 cents. A big thank you to Pamela Laird, CEO and founder of Moxie Loves, and to Chupi Sweetman, CEO of and founder of uh, Chupi. 